All right. Uh, I'm going to pick up where we left off last week, uh, which was uh, a bunch of questions that I've I've gotten over the last oh, year, year and a half um, on uh, – on how, how how to get just just random shit on how on how to get started, um, you know, where do I start? Um, how do I get a following? You know, what should I do first? I mean, I got I got a lot of shit going on. I got this podcast, I got a YouTube channel, I got a blog, I've got a um uh a, a merch shop. I got a, all this shit going on. Um, how do I? <clears throat> damn. How do I uh, get all this started, and what should I start with first? And uh, I answered a lot of that in the last podcast, but I'm going to recap real quick. Um, starting from number one, how do I get started? Uh, find your niche, find your hosting site, um, start all your social media accounts, all with the same name. Don't fucking do something dumb like, well, this one's Pop Punk Dad underscore one. This one's the pop punk dad, you, you know, fuck, make them all the same. Unless they're taken, then come up with a new name, but make all of them reasonably um, the same. It's just it's just frustrating uh, when someone's trying to find you or you're trying to find someone. Um, you've probably been down that road where you're trying to look for something, someone and you're like, why is their Twitter account have nothing to do with their actual company? Um, why is it Bob underscore Morgan dash 176? Who... Why isn't it his fucking company name? Like, you could have started a new one. Would have been way easier. Could have started a new one. Keep your personal account to you. Um, who cares if you had 200 followers already on that one? Just start a new one. You can get 200 followers if your company is fire. Uh, I'm getting a little off, though. Uh, it just pisses me off, these little things, after doing this for so long. Um, start posting and sharing everywhere. Um... Well, one of the things I didn't touch on is that, you know, you should probably, the way to get a, uh, a, a following um, is to add all your friends first. If you have something that you think is really good, don't let other people's opinion hold you back. Add all your friends, all your family on all the social medias, invite them to all the shit, and uh, hype it up. Tell them how much fire your fucking uh. company or band is. Uh if, if you think it's awesome, then they'll think it's awesome. Um, consistency. P not Don't smear it in everyone's face, but fuck. Make it, you know, like, like I, I, I'm not saying like I do, but I, uh, I have a blog every day and I share it to a bunch of groups. Um, I try to share two, three times a day. Tops. Uh, if I have another, if I have, if, I have, if I have a YouTube video or a meme going on on the same day. Try to schedule shit strategically as well. Um, uh, buy gear that's... Uh, I don't know if I touched on this a whole lot, but buy gear that's relevant to your to what you want to do, to your setup. Google some shit. YouTube some shit. Search some shit out. I, I did that for months upon months. I, all I did was talk about this YouTube channel I was going to get started for over a fucking year, and I never did shit with it. Um, because it just kept, I kept researching and I figured, fuck it. I'm not going to research anymore. The time has come. I'm just going to go balls deep and, uh, and just buy because 
if you're the type of person that just talks about stuff without results, then then you should probably at some point just say fuck it and and go balls deep in it. Because the worst thing that can happen is what? You already have it this idea in the back of your head you're going to fail. So put it out there and if it sucks, back to the drawing board. The best thing you can do is just keep on, not hold if you're if you're a band for for example, don't hold on to 14 songs and just keep trying to perfect them. Put them the fuck out there. If you're a guy who has you know, 20 or 30 songs and you're sitting on them, put them out in two separate albums, back to back. That way you have 14 or 15 songs that you think or know are fucking fire, and then you have another 14 or 15 that that uh, you have ready to go. And then while that second album is being put out, you can put out another album, or start writing another album, sorry, uh, in, in the meantime. Always keep them going. It used to be before, I was talking to someone about this last night, that... It used to be quality over quantity. You used to have to have like if you're if you're a, uh, a musician, um, you used to have to have 14 songs or six songs if you're gonna do uh, an EP, um, and they were your best. They were your best fucking tunes, and that was who you gave to like labels and and managers and, and PR people and <clears throat> all this stuff. And uh, now it's kind of the opposite, it's flipped on its head, where it's quantity over quality, where, I mean, say you're aiming at a target, say you have a gun and you're aiming at a target, you don't want to shoot one bullet and hope that that gets the bullseye, you're going to get a fucking machine gun and start spraying, okay, and that's what it's like, you have all these songs and you want to fucking spray them, and hope that that one becomes the next one that's picked up on SoundCloud or or, or blows up on Spotify or gets fucking 20 million views overnight on YouTube. Just keep putting shit out there. Just keep putting it out there. There's no sense in holding on to it. Because if you already have this, like I said, if you already have this idea that you think it could potentially suck, then either scrap it or no, don't, don't scrap it. Just put it out there. Because what sucks to you could be awesome to someone else. Um, I'm getting off topic again. This is just a little bit of stuff that I was thinking of that I didn't drop. Uh, an opinion on last week or uh, give any feedback on last week um, how do I get a following dump all of your you know contacts drop drop them an invite on everything uh, everyone in your email list uh, hit up everyone in your fucking email list um, until you know they subscribe to you don't spam them because then they'll just stick your ass in their spam folder on their uh, Gmail account, but uh, hit up everybody you know and just uh, uh, put up maybe like a three or four dollar ad uh, to to gain to gain a following. You know I've done that and just test it out. Every algorithm, uh, uh, you know every every site is different. Facebook and Instagram's algorithm is different than YouTube's, which is different from Twitter's, which is different from you know insert whatever social media here. Um, or if you want to do straight Google ads, uh, you can do Google ads on videos, which is awesome. I've done that a couple times where I've gotten like over a thousand views on something where uh, it's placed on Google. A, Google, uh, a video is placed on Google and it's placed on YouTube because uh, they kind of own each other or whatever. Um, how long do I get a following? Patience. Patience and persistence. Um, that's that's all I really have for that. Uh how do I go about interviewing and reviewing? Um, 
cold calls. I started out with cold calls. Um, when I first started getting a bunch of email, or when I first started getting a bunch of email, yeah, when I first started getting a bunch of emails, take three on that. Um, there was like a small dry spell, and when the dry spell hit, or I wasn't getting a, an influx of fucking emails every single day, I I started hitting people up like cold calling bands, uh, emailing their you know manager or their their publicist and going hey. Does X, Y, and Z have, want an interview? I'm really interested in them. I see they have a record coming out. This is my site. This is what I've done. Um, <clears throat> like I said a million times, I lucked the fuck out where we went out to L.A. I handed my business card to one Uber driver, and that turned into an interview, which turned into five, which turned into ten, which turned into my inbox being over, overflowed. <clears throat> Will you get the same luck? I fucking hope so. I, I, I really hope for anyone who's trying to do anything – uh, I, I, I goddamn hope so. Um, what is your biggest obstacle? You have to do it every single day for yourself. It's not for anyone. You're not, I touched on this a whole lot in the last one. It was like the last 25 minutes of the fucking podcast. Is it, you're doing it for you. You don't have to wake up and go, well, I got to impress my boss today. You are your boss. Well, I don't have to come in early to try to get that promotion. You're your own company. Um, so Take that with stride, go from there. Don't get lazy with it. I've gotten fucking lazy with it. I'm kind of uh, a hypocrite when it comes to that. Uh, where I get burnt the fuck out, I, I get dry spells, where I just, I, I don't want to look at another band. I don't want to hear another. I love all these bands, by the way. Um, I don't ever uh, interview or review or, you know, put out a band that I think fucking sucks. I find, I find something pleasant and awesome about every one of them. Um, even if some of them do have their uh, little quirks or their, um, their little flaws. Maybe they don't have a huge following yet, but fuck, there are some bands that, um, they had like 300, 400 followers on all social media platforms, maybe combined. And now they're blowing the fuck up and they're on tour now with like their supporting act for, uh, you know, alien ant farm or, or, you know, uh, bowling for soup, which, uh, which comes in fruition because I ended up doing an interview with, with, uh, with those guys. Um, but you never know who's going to be the next big thing. If you're trying to start a individual publication, music blog, whatever it is. Um, so take that with, take that with stride. Uh, if you start a YouTube channel and someone invites you to do a collab with them, fucking do it. You're going to gain a following by, you know, say you just started out and you put up one cover or you put up one stupid comedy video, you doing skits or whatever, and somebody who has 3,000 followers, which isn't a lot, 3,000 you know um, uh, people subscribed to their channel, um, already in the bank, then you could potentially get two or three or four hundred people out of that just because you did one small collab with them, and it's you know vice versa. They they might take you under their wing. Uh, there's a lot of people that have that have that have done that. They're like. A lot of bands that have done that, that have taken bands on tour that, you know, now they're, now that they're, um, big established bands have taken smaller bands on tour. They're, they seem as like small brother, small sister. Um, but that's, you know, what you can do with that. And, and this is, that's kind of where I left off. Uh, I'm going to pick up more into the logistics of things this week. So, uh, um, <clears throat> get your sleeping caps ready. Cause this shit's fucking boring. Um, I'm taking off on this question, which is how do I monetize my channel? 
uh, a lot of people want to know right away, how do I make money on the thing that I'm doing that nobody knows about? And the thing is, first you got to do all the other shit that I said before you can make a fucking penny. Uh, maybe you'll luck out. Maybe you'll have some merch that's fire and you can start up real simply a big cartel or a Shopify or a insert whatever, you know, um, e-commerce site here. Uh, you can set up that. Maybe you'll have a couple t-shirts or you'll have a hat or you'll have some fucking buttons or pins and maybe that shit will take off. I hope so because uh, mine didn't. I <laughs> I went through a, uh, a whole lot of revamping period before I got any sales on my um, on my shop. Um, if you're trying to do a shop, I don't have a lot of advice for you. I'm not, um, I'm not big in that department. I'm not smart in that department. You can YouTube the fuck out of it all day long. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of people out there that know a lot more than me on that subject. I'm just saying that all I did was I put up four or five shirts, um, for free, which you can start a big cartel account for free. You can go a little deeper and pay 10 bucks a month on there, or you can go to Shopify, which I was on for a while, but wasn't getting so many sales. You pay 30 bucks a month minimum on that. Um, uh, and there's a bunch of other little features that come with it. You can get your own .com, um, your .shop, your .net, your whatever you want. You, you get your own domain when you, when you upgrade um, on, on those channels. Um, and then you get your Google Analytics which you can see where people are clicking from, where people are, what's, what shirts or whatever you're selling they're more in, most interested in. Um, you can link all your shit to that, what country they're from, their age group, their, you know, if you, what time of day they were looking at your site, um, which, which also comes with if you're starting a YouTube channel or a blog, you can also look at the same kind of stuff. But um, with, a, uh, with a shop, uh, you could kind of look at who is looking at this at what time in what age group, what's the most popular. If nothing's getting looked at in three months, drop that fucking item from your shop and put up something new because it fucking sucks. Obviously, you might have thought it was fire, but it fucking sucks. Um, and then you can just base ads off of that. You can go okay within the 18 to 36 age bracket, um, people from Argentina, Germany, and the UK really liked my you know this shirt so put an ad out for it maybe it's five bucks who gives a shit you might get a sale out of it you, you put a five dollar ad out you get a you know 30 or 40 dollar sale um how do i monetize my uh my facebook you have to get i don't know the hours hour edge on there but you have to have so many hours viewed on your Facebook before you can monetize videos on there. I know that. I know for a fact that 2016, 2017, YouTube changed their um, their system where you have to have 4,000 hours watched in a 365-day period. In a one-year period, um, they have to they as in your audience has to watch. 4,000 hours, and this isn't consecutive, this is throughout all of your videos. Um, they could watch, you know, a couple minutes here, a couple minutes there on each video, but it has to all add up to 4,000 hours of watch time. Um, 
and 1,000 subscribers in a 365-day period, and you have to maintain that in order to monetize your channel. Um, and to give you to give you an example, it sounds ruthless. It sounds fucking tough, but um, if you have most of my vi most of my videos range, their 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 average is about anywhere between 11 to 15 minutes. So we'll just do like I don't know 12 minutes times say a thousand people watch it. 12 minutes times thousand people. That's 12,000 minutes. Divide that by 60. That's 200 hours you already have. You already have uh, 200 hours in the bank uh, off of one video. And like I said, consistency. If you put out, you know, um, if you put out three or four videos a week and they're all getting between, I don't know, 600 to 1,000 views, you're there in like a year. It sounds like it sounds like a lot of fucking time and patience, but it's gonna be. You don't have an audience yet, unless you're dumping a shit ton into ads to try to get you know um, to try to get people to, to listen to watch. Then um, you're kind of stuck on that grind. Just the thing that, that that gets me going is that I get that little shot of dopamine every time I see like oh. You know, I have almost 2,000 views on this video, and I put that out three months ago because people are still watching it. People still think it's good content. Or, um, say a band uh, sees one of my videos and they hit me up for an interview. I love that shit. That's my little shot of dopamine for the day. Or, um, I really enjoy now one of my things when I message. Um, uh, publicist or the band themselves or their manager or whoever does their interviewing thing. Um, uh, the thing that gets me going now is that I have a reference point where I can go, hi, my name is da 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 from the pop punk dad. And I'd like to do an interview with um, so-and-so on such and such a date at this venue. Um, I've done a bunch of interviews in the past these are my interviews and I can go down and be like, well, I did the warp tour. I did the four chord festival. I did punk and Drublick. I interviewed bowling for soup. I interviewed like, I, I can go down the list and, and it's cool because when you have, when you have a, a good reference, um, you, uh, the answers, the answer is a lot of times. Yes. And the other thing I put in there is that, Hey, if the band doesn't have time for an interview, could I still get tickets to the show to review the entire show. And a lot of times they'll just be like, fuck yeah. It's, I mean, it's two tickets. Who gives a shit? Um, a lot of times the bands, they don't have time. I, I also, I, you know, it's, it's even, it's really awesome that they politely say no, or they, 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 they took, they didn't take the time. They took the time to politely say no to me rather than just ignore my email altogether, which shows that they could potentially have a future interest because if they're just ignoring you all together, then they don't give a fuck. Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying that either, that they just flat out don't care that, you know, maybe they get so many of these things a day that they just like, oh, fuck, another one of these guys. Or they uh, they just totally bypass me because it's, you know, it could be spam. I don't know. But it's awesome when um, when bands uh, even even turn you down. Uh, <laughs> as, as discouraging as that may seem, um, it's better that they turn you down 
then um, uh, then just tell you to, you know, just ignore you altogether, which is even more of a fuck off than telling you to fuck off, I think. Um, that's how you, mo <laughs> anyway, uh, that's how you monetize. Uh, how do I start a podcast, YouTube channel or a blog? Um, I really touched on that the last episode that I did and that's pretty much all the shit above. And, and, you know, that kind of goes alongside with the other question that I get a lot, which is, which should I start first? Should I start this or should I start that? Which I believe depends on your niche, your niche, your niche, whatever you want to call it. Um, if you have, like I said in the last episode, if you have a, uh, say you're doing a fishing channel, um, you probably want to do a YouTube channel. You don't want to do a, uh, or a vlog, um, you might want to do you might want to do both blog and uh, a YouTube channel about it. Maybe you got some videos on you fucking I don't know doing a tutorial on how to how to fucking bait a hook or, or something. I don't know. I'm just coming up with stupid shit off the top of my head. And then you might want to come up with a, a I I love top ten lists and people love top ten lists. Um, it's it's mostly <laughs> it's it's cats it's kids and uh, it's top ten lists that I believe rule the internet. Uh, no matter what the top 10 list is, no matter how dumb it is, you're going to sit there and you're going to scroll through it and you're going to look to see what's number one. And that's where I kind of fall into my whole, uh, my, my, my niche, my, my, uh, my sub niche as, as I would put it. Cause I just made that up on the spot, uh, with my, um, with my YouTube channel. It's a lot of top 10 videos. And then a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff with my daughter and, um, I'm going to get my other kid in on this real soon. Um, she hates being on camera, but I'm going to force her to do it. <laughs> She's got talent. She just doesn't want to be on camera, which is, which is, I think a waste of talent. So I got to get her over that obstacle, I think. Um, and then, and then interviews, you know, interviews, top 10 videos. That's my, that's my thing. What are those seven best videos? They're one of the, one of the seven craziest videos, uh, that you've seen on YouTube, that's a uh, that's a music video, and that's that's like a, where I start, and then I pick it apart and figure out okay, who, what, where, when, why, how. That's the questions that I asked. Um, is will people watch this? Uh, is it interesting? Uh, do people give a shit? That's kind of where I start off with with YouTube. Um, but should you start a podcast or YouTube or a blog first? Um, or how do I start those things? Sorry. Uh, how do you start them? A podcast? You can start a podcast on... The cheapest one I found is the one that I'm currently using. I've shopped around for this fucking thing for... Oh... I want to say since I started talking about a YouTube channel. And then my, my good buddy, um, Steve Ventura, who uh, he's going to be on this podcast here um, whenever we can... Whenever our schedules can uh, not conflict, um, he suggested he's like, dude, you have you have some good content. Uh, I think you'd be really good on podcasting. People are listening to podcasts a whole lot these days. It'd be cool if you got one of these started. And he put the bug in my fucking ear. And ever since then, I was like, okay, how do I get this thing started? How do I get it rolling? How do I get it monetized? How do I get it? And that's how my that's how my brain starts calculating. Is like, where should I start? What's the cheapest? I don't mean to be a cheap ass. But I want to know what, just starting out, don't blow a bunch of money. 
unless you are 100% positive that um, that uh, you're gonna that you're gonna take off, which no one's 100% certain of that. Don't blow a bunch of money. I know people that spend you know 40 or 50 dollars a month on podcasts, and they have like nobody following them, nobody listening to them. I pay eight dollars a month. You could do sound, and, and and by the way, I'm using SoundCloud. SoundCloud um, gives you the option. You can have three hours a month, I believe, or is it two hours a month for free? And then I think their premium upgrades are you can have unlimited, which is I think thirty bucks a month, and then I have eight dollars a month, which is uh, three hours, three hours or eight hours. I don't know which one, but I um, it's it's enough for me. I have an I have anywhere between a half hour and an hour that I do a week. There's anywhere between four and five weeks in a month. So I'm only doing this once a week. If you're the guy who does a podcast every single day, then you're probably going to want to get the bigger one. Um, and there's other ways to finagle it and kind of rig around it where you don't have to pay shit and you can use your your website to your your own website to host it and then you can use something like a Dropbox to put all of your files in and it kind of daisy chains off of that. I don't want to fuck around with that. I want to have something that's going to host it, something that's going to uh, give me technical advice when shit hits the fan and I don't have to go and you know figure out, hey, why did this crash? Why is this not working? Why aren't my downloads working? All that stupid shit. But um, my, uh, my, my podcast I host on SoundCloud. Um, so like I said, I pay eight bucks a month for that. Um, and you can take your RSS feed and uh, post that to uh, your RSS is like your little significant own little like radio station IP address type thing. I, I think that's what it is, and I don't know. Someone's probably gonna call me out on it. But um, you take you can take your RSS feed and uh, post it on iTunes for free. And uh, if iTunes approves, Apple approves, um, you can uh, you can have it on both SoundCloud and iTunes, which that's that's what I do. Uh, you can be either an Apple or an Android user and do this. Uh, it's just that if you have an Android, um, you have to make an Apple account and uh, post it onto there. And there's a bunch of uh, YouTube tutorials on how to do that type thing. Uh, when it comes to uh, this is uh, when it comes to posting it, um, I keep mine between a half hour and an hour. No one's going to be listening to shit if you're getting into fucking three and four hours long. Unless you're the ambient noise in the room um, that they decide to turn on that day while cleaning other than their TV. Mm. Starting a YouTube channel. Um, start a YouTube channel. Uh, again, invite all your friends. Post on every group, forum, uh, Reddit, subreddit that you can, uh, that's relevant to your niche. Uh, your friends aren't relevant to your niche, but just invite friends, family, whoever. And then, um, kind of the waiting game. Uh, while you're waiting, you can, uh, keep posting fucking videos because going back to, um, you know, content, uh, you know, consistency, uh, keep posting shit on there and eventually you'll gain a following. Uh, I have, I'm still small, super fucking small. I still have under a thousand 
uh, subscribers on YouTube right now. I'm almost pushing 300 or 400, I think. Um, so I'm not even at the precipice of monetizing my YouTube channel. I just know how to do it. And it's still the little engine that could. It's an uphill thing. Know that whatever niche you're in, try to make it unique if you're doing a YouTube because everything becomes formulaic after a while. Everyone's like, oh, well, Twitch is the new thing. Let's fucking make roadblocks and uh, Fortnite videos. And then that becomes beat. And then nobody wants to fucking watch it anymore. Or the people that they subscribed to in the beginning, um, that's what they got big for. So they're going to stay to that. And people are only going to watch those people. Or those people that got big are going to move on to something else and you're going to be stuck three steps behind because now Fortnite's not big anymore and maybe it's a new COD or whatever the fuck came out. I'm just using gaming as an example. I'm not real big into it. I just kind of see how um, those type of trends uh, happen. Um, someone call me out on it if I'm fucking wrong, please, because I think that's how things work. <laughs> I'm not 100% positive. Um, uh you know, try to be kind of a, 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 a ahead of the game. You know, a lot of people have family channels. A lot of people do vlogs. Uh, a lot of people's vlogs are like 15, 20 fucking minutes. You got guys like David Dobrik who does four minute and 20 second vlogs. That's it. And then you guys got like fucking Casey Neistat who does like 15 minute vi vlogs, 15 uh, minute video vlogs. Um, then you got people that are like, to the gamers that are like over an hour long um just because you, you you can't you can't crunch that much unless you're skipping around especially if it's a tutor tutorial type uh gaming video my fucking chair is loud um but try to try to figure something out that's new like my i'm not saying stole anything off of me but like my thing is that everyone does top 10 videos everyone does reaction videos but mine's a little different because i throw the whole musician dad thing in there and it's kind of the perspective perspective of a dad try to make it something a perspective of um of yourself something that you are really good at something that you're like that you pride yourself on doing not just a random talent that you've picked up but something that you're really good at doing and um base it off of that um whether it's top 10 videos or you know you're uh, you're doing comedy and you're doing like i don't know topical comedy which is uh you, you're you're picking something that's relevant in the news and you're poking fun at it which you can pretty much turn on cnn any fucking day of the week uh during this presidency and turn on the news and find something funny or you know you're uh you're doing a play on on uh on old shit i mean it doesn't even have to be that it could be just something that you're really interested in who would have thought okay Think of it this way. Who would have thought 10 years ago, when did YouTube come out? When did YouTube start popping around 2003, 2004? So who would have thought in 2006, which is the year I graduated high school, class of 06, who would have thought that people would be getting paid thousands of dollars to breathe in front of a microphone and snap and make bottle sounds like that soft in front of a microphone? And that's called ASMR. If you don't know what ASMR is, look it up. It's fucking weird. Um, I get triggered by some weird fucking things with it. Uh, but but it's like, who would have thought that, 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 that like people crunching potato chips 
or eating really slow and whispering really soft into a microphone which is going to blow the fuck up and you're now going to have to quit your day job and, and just make videos like that full time and get paid thousands of dollars a month for it. That's insane. Mom and dad always told me growing up that video games were a waste of my fucking time and now you've got dudes like Ninja who's on the front of ESPN magazine killing it. Dude's making $500,000 a month. That's not an exaggeration. Half a mil a month. If he takes time off for an interview, he's losing $41,000. That's in fucking insane. That's insane. Then mom and dad used to tell me that playing video games would rot my brain and now gaming is like the top thing on YouTube and Twitch was basically made for it. Um... But, you know, it could be something obtuse. It could be something that's not super relevant and could be the next big thing. Like my example with uh, ASMR or um, how-to videos. If you're really good at fucking building something, get on that. Uh, if you're really good at, uh, if you're really good at poetry, fucking go to an open mic night and go to the improv and set up your camera and film yourself doing improv comedy or improv poetry. Um, I don't remember the dude's name, but he's killing it right now on Facebook uh, with his uh, with with his poetry. It's really like it's really unique. I like it. Uh, can't think of the dude's name right now. If you're good at cover songs, uh, my brother doesn't even have his channel monetized. Uh, hasn't put up a video in almost a year, and the one video he did. Well, he has a couple of them on there that have gotten a significant amount of hits. He did a um, he did a cover of I want to say "That Thing You Do" by The Wonders from the movie "That Thing You Do." It has like fifty six thousand hits on it. That's in fucking insane, and he's not even trying. Um, if, he, if he put a shit ton of effort towards it, he'd be he'd be killing it on a cover channel. Or uh, he has another one that it's over it's over a hundred thousand hits. Uh, views 128 i think it is and it's on um his tour of his black star amp so if you have an amp and you're like want to review it if you have a guitar that you want to review if you have fucking cake that you want to review bake a cake and review it you know uh stupid just a, just not that stupid but just the most uh obtuse stuff uh dudes like uh kaylin allen who he was just in his own unique quirky way making fun of these weird, like, recipes that people were putting together that had, like, fucking SpaghettiO, Jello, and Vienna sausages in it. And now he's on the Ellen Show. So, uh, find your own thing. And, and, and that's pretty much how you start. And make sure it's something you're going to be into and it's not going to dry out. Like, I made sure that I found top ten videos. Because you can always come up with the top ten of everything, like, it's just fuck you. I mean, absolutely anything. Top ten skateboarding videos. Top ten hardcore punk videos. Music. Top ten videos that got me into doing videos. Uh, top ten videos of people wearing the color green. Just the, the dumbest shit. Um, that'll never. I mean, it'll probably go out of style at some point. But it's. I'm never gonna dry out. So if you're doing a t tutorial on how to build something, make sure you have a lot of shit you're gonna build. If you have a tutorial on making something. Uh, food, make sure you have a lot of recipes under your belt. Um, that's that's the best advice that I have. And make sure that you're knowledgeable in the thing that you're doing. Basically, to all the teachers that told me in high school and in middle school that Wikipedia is not a fucking source and you have to find something else, they're assholes. They're liars. Because Wikipedia is the number one, absolutely only, 
No, not only. I use I use the band's bios and websites and stuff. But one of the primary sources to how I find information, and it's cool because you can click on, if you don't know what they are, those little numbers that are like real small in brackets after all of the like phrases and stuff, you can click on those and then it'll take you to what magazine or bio or band member has quoted saying this. So it's, it's, um, you can kind of, it can, it can kind of debunk itself and you can figure out what is real and what is not really quickly on Wikipedia, which is, I mean, that's my primary source. A lot of these videos I have information on, this, this song came out in 1999. It's their second album. It's their da 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 da. All that information comes from Wikipedia. You can, you, a lot, a whole lot of times it's hard to find information on the band's website about that stuff. You can always find out like when they started, how they started. Um, but Wikipedia is a really good source for that. So, you, you know, back, back to, back to topic is make sure you have a lot of shit under your belt. Um, how do I start a blog? Well, same thing as a YouTube channel. Find something you're interested in and get it going. Um, make sure you don't dry out. Make sure you don't get bored of it. And make sure it's not super duper wordy. Nobody, I'm not going to say nobody reads anymore, but nobody, um, how could I put this? If you're just starting out and you don't have something that's like taking off already, that's super duper new and intricate, then people are going to skim. Uh, they're going to skim through, find the best information, and then move on. And that's a lot of times what happens with anything that I read. It's even a bigger individual publication than myself. Um, if, if a band announces a tour and I find it on you know, Rolling Stone or Alt Press Magazine or, M God forbid, MTV has any music uh, news that they actually put out, um, I skim through and go, okay, band puts out a new album. What's the album called? Album called that? Okay, um, when's, it, when's their tour? Their tour's this? Okay, who are they touring with? this they come to my hometown yes or no okay uh they have a link to their song click on the song and i'm done that's it i don't i don't i don't read the whole fucking thing so i try not to be super duper wordy um another another good thing is for all three of these whether it's podcast youtube or blog uh that i did is i looked up templates uh of how other of my favorite bloggers and youtubers and um podcasters their format so whatever their format is i've kind of Frankenstein my own idea together so I um, my YouTube channel um, I based my YouTube channel off of the way um, Philip DeFranco does his where it's kind of news and it's like boom 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 right to the point also um, what the hell's the name of them uh, all time tens all time tens I kind of based my format of my 10 videos off of that meets Philip DeFranco it's kind of Frankenstein together my my podcast is mostly based off of the way Bill Burr does his um, Monday morning podcast, uh, where it's just random shit. He's just sputtering. He's you know sporadic. Um, I I 100% base mine off of his, um, and a little bit of Joe Rogan with the information. And I'm probably gonna do a little bit of more of uh, how how Joe does his when I start having interviews. Uh, and bands start becoming guests on this podcast. Right now it's just me sputtering, so it's uh, a lot easier to go in that format since that's what Bill does. Uh, my blog is based off of a ton of shit. Um, from my header all the way down to um, my, um, my, my, my footer on every page, it's based off of a combination of the hard times, 
um, Dying Scene, Alt Press, uh, Vanity Fair. All those combined are what I have for my blog, basically because it's within kind of the same niche that uh, I'm, I'm going off of. So I looked at like, what did I like the best out of these things? And I kind of stole that, borrowed it, whatever you want to call it, and use it to my own advantage. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, imitation is the highest form of flattery. As long as you're not completely copying off of, you know, something they're doing, then it's, you know, within the realms of uh, copyright infringement. Um, you're not calling yourself the same thing as their website is or, or anything like that. But that's that's how I, that's how I based all of my shit my my podcast my YouTube my blog and um, that's that's how I got them started I, I looked at those and go how were these guys successful what the fuck did they do how did they start and like even even going back to my YouTube channel with with Philly D Philip DeFranco is that I uh, I looked back at his first fucking videos and went okay his first videos only have such and such amount of hits on what video did he start becoming popular and blowing the fuck up. And then I looked at that video and went, okay, now what did he change? And then I took the best qualities out of that and kind of used it to my own thing. Uh, most of his stuff is like consistency, better, um, uh, better transitions between his uh, his you know news segments, uh, photos, his, his uh, you know better uh, upgraded equipment, um, using a, a lav mic, um, those type of things, and. Uh, I did the same thing where I was like, okay, I got to buy a fucking lighting. Well, I already had a lighting kit. I have to buy a lighting kit. I have to get, um, I have to get mics. Um, I have to get a good camera setup. Those are the type of things. It couldn't just be me in front of a camera going, well, X, Y, and Z. Um, uh, the same thing with, with this podcast is that I'm still, I'm still really in beta with this. So to you first subscribers, uh, you can make fun of me later on for doing this. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with it still. I don't know every week is week to week on what I'm going to talk about. Usually in the middle of the week, I decide what I'm going to talk about for the following week. So I have two weeks planned out. Always have that. Always have like sort of a plan because if not, you're scrounging for ideas at the last minute and then you're kind of grasping for straws and going, okay, well let me just throw this together. And then when you throw it together, it's probably shit or who knows, you know, it could be, it could be, uh, you, 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 you could surprise yourself. More, most likely than not, I've um, I've planned stuff out. Where, as I've said with my YouTube channel, I film, I film Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, sometimes Saturday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then I edit, and I'm doing like six or seven videos at the time, and then I edit um, all throughout the weekend, and then schedule posts for the following week. So whatever you're doing this week is going to come out, or sorry, whatever, I'm not telling you to do this. Whatever I'm doing this week, I'll start filming probably tomorrow or Thursday. I'll have, I already have everything scripted out, and then I start filming it. While I'm editing it, I'm writing scripts for next week, and I'm scheduling the posts that I'm editing from this week to go into next week, if any of that fucking makes sense to you. So uh, always script stuff too. Even if it's just like, doesn't have to be pictures, doesn't have to be like full paragraphs. Um, sometimes I'll do full paragraphs. I'll know exactly what I want to say front to back because I ramble on too much. Uh, if you haven't noticed by now, but um, 
uh, if uh, even if it has to be like a, a couple sentences just to just to know what topic you're on to uh, to now to go into next. Um, uh, j jot it down and use it for reference because because like the worst thing that you can have is a good idea for something but not know what the hell to say or do when it comes time to put it to video and to edit um, I always have a good idea on what I'm going to edit to uh, all of these things kind of kind of a you know uh, a, a huge side note not a huge side note I'd like to say that this is a, a big part of it is that for each of these make sure you have the right equipment before you start um, like I said with my um, uh, with, 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 with YouTube I made sure that I had a lighting kit I made sure I had um, a microphone because shitty video quality and audio well, you can have the most fire video ever, but if you have shitty audio, it's it's they can't hear you. They don't give a shit. They're gonna move on. Um, make sure you're. I'm. I use just my iPhone. I use my iPhone 7 Plus, and it films in 4K. And then you turn the camera around, it films in 1080, 60 frames. So I use that. I mean, I've used that for every interview, every video I've done up until now. I upload it and delete it. Uh. I, or yeah, I, I upload it to uh, YouTube, and once it's uploaded, I delete it off my phone. Make sure you have the right equipment. Make sure you have the right software. Um, for this, I'm for this podcast and for my intro songs, my outro songs. Uh, I use uh, Logic Pro X, but if you have, um, you can use iMovie. Uh, you can use GarageBand. Um, you can bootleg some stuff. You can buy some stuff. You can use Pro Tools. It doesn't matter what you use. I use I use this for um uh for, for the podcast. I use I use Logic Pro X. I make sure I have the right uh, microphones. For this, I'm just using um uh, a Tascam uh, TM78, which came with my Mac. Um, I could use a, a better microphone at some point. I have two lav mics that are also Tascam that haven't done me haven't caused me any problems i use those for interviews um f you know the right software i use uh i started using imovie wasn't wasn't a big fan of that because there wasn't a lot of options to edit but i know people that have used imovie up until they bucked up and bought final cut pro and that's what i'm using now is final cut pro is uh i decided if i'm gonna do this do it right and which is which is one of the the more eye-opening things is that if you're gonna dip two or three hundred dollars into this for a software program then you're gonna be more committed to it it's like when people try to lose weight and they try to get on some stupid diet well the reason why those you know uh workout dvds or 70 or 80 dollars 120 dollars or you're paying 25 dollars a month um for a gym membership is because you're forcing yourself to be financially committed to the thing that you want to do. And this is what I've done with this is that, you know, Final Cut Pro, I got that, I got the microphones. A lot of the stuff I was kind of blessed with already having is because um, growing up playing music my whole life, I had already had Logic, already had the microphones, um, already had, you know, my headphone cans, the Mac. All that shit was kind of normal for me. So this was just kind of the next step. I got a lighting kit. Christmas one year, um, 
And the only step from there was me really buying a tripod, which I honestly didn't buy an expensive one. I got this, the fucking tripod that I use is a really expensive tripod that I just so happened to stumble across the Goodwill. You can all, you can always find um, tripods at the thrift store for some reason, because you know, videography is always this like hobby that people take on, and then it becomes what I call closet cases, where they take and they put the shit in the closet, forget about it, and then when spring cleaning comes, it's at every fucking garage sale. Whether it's you know that that small amplifier with the uh, with the Fender with with with, with, with the Squire Stratocaster. Uh, you know that that the mom got you three years ago. That's always sitting at, at the at the garage sale or the or the thrift store, or or you know the uh, the easel because you're gonna take up painting or the um you or or and it's, it's always tripods though. I I've I've bought two tripods at at a thrift store, looked them up afterwards, and they're fucking seventy nine dollar tripods. Uh, so I mean, don't go don't go crazy with it. Start out small, be financially committed to some extent, so it keeps you kind of motivated to do it. Don't buck up and spend a fuck ton of money on it, uh, unless you're you're 100 percent uh, you 100 percent know that whatever you're doing is the right thing. Even even if it's even if it's not the right niche, and you can kind of go in a different direction, then maybe you're financially committed. Like, dude, fucking so many times I've I've changed the format of my website where it went from me, you know, not interviewing any bands. I, I didn't start interviewing bands. I started out doing parenting stuff and just the perspective of a dad um, to now my whole focus has shifted to um, me interviewing and reviewing bands in the parents perspective. So it's uh, if you're, if you're financially committed, then make sure you're financially committed and you can also, uh, kind of move around and, and you're, you're, you can be, you can be flexible with whatever you're financially committed with. So say I start this podcast and I start rambling on, then I start having guests on it and the guests start taking off. Then I won't be rambling anymore. I will be, um, uh, more focused on having guests, but either way you look at it, I'm still paying the $8 a month for this, uh, for this subscription service. The same thing with my, with my website. I use Wix. It's really fucking easy. Uh, these all sound like commercials, but they're not. Um, not an endorsement. I, I use Wix because it's easy. It's a real click and click and drop and dead drag, and you can put pretty much anything you fucking want in it. I pay, I think, 140 bucks a year, which is, I mean, it's pretty cheap compared to some of them. Some of them do a you know 15 and 20 dollars subscription service, uh, 15 to 20 dollar a month subscription service. You all, all, all the way up. I uh, I just pay the that a year, and that's pretty much what I get. I got my .com with it, got my domain with it, and everything. Uh, another big, another big question I get, uh, kind of jumping shift here. Uh, so that's huh, that's how you do that's how you do those things. Uh, take my advice, or you know, YouTube it. Uh, probably the latter, because um, like I said, and I will continue to say until I start getting millions of followers, and even then. I won't know what the fuck I'm doing. And uh, as I'm saying now is that I, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Speaking of which, I've talked to um, some YouTubers and, and and guys who are making 
thousands of dollars a month on royalties and and doing this type of stuff and it doesn't make me feel bad that i don't know what i'm doing because i've asked for advice and they said the same thing just keep doing what you're doing because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing yet so if they don't know what they're doing and they're just kind of winging it with with a broad idea on what to do then um you should probably just do the same um the next question i get um a lot a whole lot is how much should I be spending on ads? I touched I touched on this a little bit in the last video, and it's whatever your budget is. Um, if you know, five dollars is all you can afford because you've got a bunch of shit going on. Five dollars is all you can afford, and you could Facebook and, and Instagram is kind of really cool and flexible with it, where it's not a lump sum budget and they're taking a percentage out every single day. You can just say, I only want to spend this $5. That's it. No more, no, no less. And you can kind of, they'll, they'll kind of show you through what ad targeting you decided to choose demographics and all that stuff. How many people based on your budget you're going to hit. So if you can only spend $5 or $10 over the span of, I don't know, a week, it'll show you that maybe you'll only get, uh, you know, 1,400 people to see this, which are basically just your impressions. And you could perhaps maybe get, I don't know, 75 to 150 of those people to, you know, like, comment, you know, share, um, out of that. Uh, or you can, or you can buck up and pay, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's $10 a day for, you know, two weeks, then you'll get, I don't know, 35,000 impressions. Um, and, and maybe a thousand of those people's will, will thousand of those people's, those people will, uh, will, will share it and like it and all that other fun shit. Um, it's like I said, it's just, it just depends on your budget. And which leads me to the last question is how did you, I get this more than anything is how do you learn any of this stuff? How do you learn how to do all any of this? A lot of it is YouTube tutorials. YouTube, YouTube is like, I don't even know. I wouldn't be fucking anywhere without learning all this shit off of YouTube. So YouTube tutorials. The second is, and I think it's it kind of coincides with YouTube, is trial and error. Because the way someone is showing you how to do it on YouTube is the way they grew their business. The way they grew their brand. The way they started their videos it's not going to be the same way for you because they've already done it so it's a lot of trial and error along with learning from the masters i guess you could say um you know you get on there how to put uh you know your your facebook pixels in and how to um uh how to put html in your uh on, on your website with if you're not doing a, a, a kind of drop and drag um uh a click and drop and drag type of website like wix you have to learn how to do html which is why i don't really fucking know how to do html so i decided to use wix and i don't have the time to i mean i do have the time i just i just don't i choose not to learn it, it's so much easier just to use that uh, a lot of people use um, other sites where you have to, you know, code your site from from top to bottom. Um, 
the same thing with ads. How did you learn how to do your ads and figure out who to target and all that other shit? It's a lot of uh, it's a lot of trial and error. A whole lot of it's trial and error. Most of your ads aren't going to do fuck all. They're they're going to maybe get you a couple likes here and there, and maybe get a couple buyers to go to your shop and look at your shit, but go. Ah, I'm not I'm not not too into this. So you have to like figure out. Okay, these people kind of liked it, so. Who can I who can I try next that's going to absolutely uh, like whatever I'm doing, buy whatever I'm selling, and um, that's it's a lot of trial and error. Uh, make sure you update your shit. The if you're looking up a YouTube tutorial from 2015, it's probably way different than um, you know if you're looking up a YouTube tutorial on how to do Google Ads. AdWords from 2015, it's going to be a whole fucking lot different than what it was in 2018 and a whole lot different. You were putting up what to do in 2019 and it's been one, two months in yet. You know, we've only been two months into the year and, and everything's changed so far. Um, some of it's clickbait. You got to watch out what you're, what you're clicking on. A lot of people are just regurgitating the same information, just in a new video, or they're just changing the titles and it's the same shit. Um, so you got to watch out for that. Just be cautious, be smart. Um, and, and, and it's, I just keep saying it's a lot, it's a lot of trial and error. Um, make sure you know, uh, that it's, it's reliable sources. Um, that read the comments, read the fucking comments on YouTube tutorials on, you know, uh, how to put in a, how to put a Google pixel in to, uh, your Google pixel, fuck me, how to put a Facebook pixel <laughs> on your website and on your shop. Make sure the comments are, aren't like this sucks. It doesn't work. Um, I don't know what you're, you know, saying, but this is complete trash. You need to go back and figure out, you know, whatever, but same thing. Make sure the make sure the comments align with what the guy's talking about or the girl's talking about in the, in the tutorial. These are, uh, those were typically the, uh, the questions I get though, you know, um, uh, a quick recap, you know, how did I get started? Uh, how do I gain a following? Do I do a YouTube or a blog first or, you know, it's a, a Twitch for that matter? Um, uh, how do I get a hold of bands for interviews? How long do I get a following? Uh, how do I go about interviewing, reviewing, um, What's my biggest obstacle? How do I monetize? How do I start a podcast, YouTube blog, etc.? And uh, how much should I spend on ads? And how do, how do I learn any of this stuff? So, you know, to answer all those questions, uh, watch part one. Watch. Listen to part one and part two of this, uh, of this podcast. And if there are any more questions, please uh, hit me up um, at... Uh, thepoppunkdad at gmail.com for more questions. Um, I'll leave a link to, well, I'll just leave my email in the description below if you have any questions on this type of matter, if you're interested in doing any of this type of stuff. Hell, if you're a band and um, you uh, want to do an interview or a review on your record, whatever the hell, leave that and, uh, you know, hit me up on the same Gmail uh, at uh the, the, the pop punk dad at gmail.com uh, if I get any more questions though I will pro I will make a part three of this um, and um, that's I think that's where I'm gonna end this off today I have a I have an interview coming up 
that I will be filming on an interview well, interview for this podcast. My first my first podcast interview will be on uh, February twenty fifth. Um, I'll be posting about that here real soon. Um, uh, it'll it'll come out on Friday, but I'm going to uh, I'm gonna end up doing the uh, Skype interview with the guys uh, from the band uh, then. And um, I'll let you know who it is uh, later on, closer to the uh, the actual date of it. Um, and uh, I think that's where I'm going to leave this off today. If you guys got any more questions, like I said, uh, go head on over to the uh, Pop Punk Dad YouTube channel and uh, like, comment, subscribe. Take a look at some videos over there. Subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. I have a merch shop, the thepoppunkdadshop.bigcartel.com. Not what I fucking said last week, which is way too late to go back and edit now. Uh, it is not thepoppunkdad.bigcartel.com. It is thepoppunkdadshop.bigcartel.com. Uh, make sure you put shop at the end of the Pop Punk Dad, or you're going to be redirected to um, a big fucking frowny face uh, that says sorry on it, and it's... Um, uh, it's either one that I started and never finished <laughs> or someone else took, uh, took it just to be an asshole and, uh, now it's made and nothing's on that, uh, big cartel site. Uh, weekly blogs, so, fucking fuck me. If it was weekly blogs, I wouldn't be doing shit right now. Uh, daily blogs on the You can check those out. Uh, reviews and interviews with different bands. I have a bunch of cool shit coming up. I have, uh, a metric shit ton of concerts coming up here in the next couple months. Uh, I posted a photo of that on uh, Instafuck. No, not that website, Instagram, uh, a couple days ago. These are the ones that I put press in for, but um, th those are the ones I put press in for. But I don't know if, um, you know, <coughs> sometimes things work out, sometimes things don't. Um, Hopefully I hear back from all those peoples and stuff. Uh, you can check me out on my FB, my IG, my Instagram, and my Snapchat at the Pop Punk Dad. That's all one word, no underscores, no ampersands, no. Well, there is an ampersand. Sorry, at the beginning of it, at the Pop Punk Dad. You can check me out on all that shit. Uh, and I think, I think that's it. I think that's all we got. So, uh, stay pop punk, guys. Later.